Welcome to Buying Florida with Didier. Whether you're looking to move, invest, start a business, or expand, Didier will share with you everything you need to know. Tune in, learn, and improve with Didier and DDA Mortgage. Now here's your host, Didier. Didier Buying Florida. I'm Didier with Didier Mortgage, and today we're going to talk about during the loan process, you find out your company filed for bankruptcy or is going to file for bankruptcy, and they're doing layoffs. How does that affect the loan process, and where do you stand in terms of the underwriter? This is a good one because this is new, and I think you'll find this rather interesting. So as you know, we take your loan application and we go through the process of getting your loan, uh, you know, your pay stubs, W-2s, the appraisal, you know, the whole enchilada, right? So we're processing the loan and the underwriter gets right to the end and basically uh, they look you up, they look your company up and they find out, hey, it's a Steinmart. And we had this, uh, file bankruptcy. And uh, processors driving by, sees at the store that the particular person works at it, it's closing down, like done. And uh, as heartbreaking as that is, which I find that so heartbreaking. I mean, it just bothers me to no end. But, you know, they, how's that happen? What do they do? Well, not only do we do a verbal, not only do we do a written VOE, but the underwriters want a letter from your company stating that your job is not going to be affected because of the, the bankruptcy. And so the other thing that you have to note is you know, if they're reading an article that, you know, your company's planning on so many layoffs, again, you have, we have to get a letter from the employer stating you're not one of those people that are going to get laid off. So that could be kind of a, a stressful time for you, us, and everyone. So as everyone's trying to bang out these closings and get them done rather quickly and try to get everything done, and, and you've got to remember they're talking about $3 trillion of mortgages that are being done this year in 2020. So not only are the underwriters and processors overwhelmed, overloaded, it's not like they can hire people because it takes time to train and learn. And the last batch left on the last downturn. So, you know, they, they've got to do all their homework and their diligence and they've got to protect their company to make sure that when you close, uh, when you close on your home, that you still have a job. And so as we go along, you know, I can't tell you in the course of this year where I've had people that were buying a home and they didn't get to the finish table line. They were let go of their companies. And I, I still, you know, talking to this one gentleman and I really liked him, you know, he's buying, he was buying a condo for him and his wife, putting 5% down. And I, I just think it was a blessing that he got laid off before he closed on that home because he's using most of his money to purchase that home. So a lot of things are happening. And, you know, as we see the restaurant industry, we see the retail industry. Now it's coming after what we do, all of us, uh, you know, working out of our homes and things that are happening and things that are going on. So I think we're going to see more and more of that as we go on. And the lenders is trying to protect themselves to make sure that, they're gonna have those mortgage payments being made and they're not gonna own the loan because they're not in the business to uh, take over properties. They're in the business to loan money, sell them, and move on to the next and prosper with that. 
So a lot of that's going on. And so we find out with that salaried individual that that's really huge. And so it's kind of like, I don't know, if I'm working for a major company and I'm in the loan process and my company files bankruptcy, I'm freaking out. Or they're talking about it. Or they're talking about layoffs. I mean, this is huge. So just know that that's going on. And then I've had them, like I said before, that they just never made it. They didn't get to the finish line. They didn't go to the closing. And as much as they were upset and they were crying and I felt like I was a counselor, I mean, the bottom line is it was the best thing that could have happened to them and not have that responsibility and, uh, and, and stuff like that. So have that money to stay alive and preserve. So those are things that I wanted to share with you. And, you know, like it, it's getting less restrictive. Like it's not like it was a lot like things in place to make it more difficult. So they're easing up a little bit. And like the credit scores and stuff like that are easing up a little bit. So we're kind of over that April, May pandemic. So that seems to be okay. Now you're self-employed. I just want you to know, like, and I know I, I, really this podcast was on the salary, but I kind of want you to understand for you self-employed individuals. And please don't tell me I get a W-2. I, I get a W-2. My wife gets a W-2, but she owns the company. So you gotta remember something that even though you get a W-2, if you're a sub S or you got a C and you own it, you own it. They're gonna do what they call a ProLogic. They're gonna find out who owns the company you work for. And just because you pay yourself a W-2 does not make you like the others in the corporate world working for a salary wage. It doesn't, you are self-employed. They're gonna look at that. So you need to know that. And I get that call all the time. It's like, I'm W-2. Do you own the company? Well, and I get no, yeah, but I'm W-2. You're self-employed. So 1099 W-2, you're the owner of the company. You're self-employed. And so I want you to know that when you are a 1099 or a W-2 self-employed, that not only do you got to provide the two years tax returns of personal and corporate, but you also have to provide a profit and loss statement for the year we're in. So for example, we're in September of 2020. They want a profit and loss for 2020. So I don't know how to do it. Well, you have to learn. You got an accountant, you have to get it done. So I just want you to prepare that you've got to have a profit and loss. The other thing I think they're still doing, they're easing up a lot, but they still want to look at your business bank statement to show that you have deposits going into your company. They want to make sure you have deposits going in so that they can see that your company is still bringing in the income that you report. Because remember, they're only looking at your tax returns. That's the real thing you report to the government. And so the profit and loss could be whatever you make up. So they don't have it. It's not audited. Some people do ask for it, but I'd rather just get the business bank statement and a profit and loss and go that route because it can get expensive. So I just try to go the least expensive route and uh, go that way. So that's interesting to know that you have to have that, right? So be prepared for your business bank statement. If you're a realtor or whatever you're doing and your commissions are right, make sure that you got, when you're getting ready to do a loan, that you've got a bunch of loans in there that got commissions coming in. So we can look at the last 30 days or 20 days or 10 days, whatever they're looking at to see deposits going in. They want to see it. So it just can't be random. It's got to be like this company still solvent and moving forward. So I wanted to share that with you during the times that we're at. You know, we have a lot of people 
that we don't know what the future holds and that we see, you know, we may be like busy doing mortgages, real estate, title, insurance, but there's a lot of sectors out there that are not faring as well. And not to say that we won't fare well down the road. Everything has a season. It just happens to be our season right now, but we've seen it where it wasn't our season and it's been ugly. So with that being said, I just really wanted to share with you on my podcast today about bankruptcies, layoffs, and being self-employed. And know that you really got to have your ducks in a row when you go in. And it's not like when you do a loan app, you can say, well, I'll get to it. You got to get on it because you got to remember $3 trillion of mortgages. It's not like you're hiring a bunch of people. There is nobody to hire. And the ones that you do hire, it is a process to get them up and going. So it's really pretty challenging, you know, about we have all this volume. And, you know, I see on my computer and on my people working all night, all morning. It's seven days a week. And I want you to know that everybody wants you to close and close on time. And so you just got to have to look at the fact that the faster you can get it to us, the faster we can get it in the system to get you turned around and closed. I'm also just as a footnote, seeing a lot of appraisal waivers. So that's really been exciting. A lot of my customers are having their appraisals waived, meaning they don't have to have it. And so if you're doing a refire or purchase and you don't have to have it, I think that's a real bonus. And uh, I wouldn't bother, right? Uh, you just got to get one bad appraisal and that ruins the whole deal. So I'd rather just go right by it and go with the advice and the direction of your realtor. They know the value, the price. That's what they do. That's their profession. They're the best at it. If you're doing a refi, you get a waiver. Why challenge it? Take it. So anyways, things of that just wanted a footnote. But I'm Didier at Didier Mortgage and you're buying in Florida. I handle the whole state and you can easily subscribe to my videos. If you like my videos, go to www.ddamortgage.com. Subscribe. And then you can see if you want to get a little bit more detail in regards to some of these podcasts off of my videos. And I try to keep you to 10 minutes, 11, 12, and just give you enough information. And I just notice when I'm looking at YouTube, educating and learning, if I see something for 34 minutes, I just, I'm not doing it. I don't, I, I don't have that kind of time. 10, 12, 18, 19 minutes, perfect. I'm in and out. So again, I hope you found this educational. I'll be back next week. Please continue to tune in, learn and grow and share my podcast with others. Have a wonderful day and thank you again. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Buying Florida with your host, Didier. For more information and to apply for a loan, please visit ddamortgage.com. That's ddamortgage.com. Or click on the link in the show notes. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to like, share, and subscribe. Have a great day.